0: Welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Richard Current, and in 2013, I started a Facebook group dedicated to teaching people how to travel the world using points and miles. Today, over 50,000 members of Award Travel 101 share, teach, and learn how to travel the world on any budget. This podcast is not only a recap of award travel news and strategy, but also a glimpse into my life of running a Facebook group full time and the lives of our members. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode zero of the Award Travel One on One podcast, where I'm going to give you kind of my background, both professional where I come from, as well as the background of Award Travel One on One, so you understand a little bit more about where I'm coming from, what has been impressed upon me, and you can understand my viewpoints a little bit more. And it's just interesting when you know the story behind the story. So. My professional background, which led me into points and miles, how did it all start? People ask me this question all the time. Born and raised in Georgia. When I was a freshman in high school, my dad came home one day and said, hey, the company I work for has bought out another company in Manchester, England, and they want me to run it during the interim time period. So what do you guys think about moving to England for a couple of years? I'm one of four kids. Older brother was a senior in high school. My dad said, I'm not going to make you move. You can stay here with your mom. Richard, Anna, Andrew, younger brother, younger sister, what do you guys think? Uh, For some reason, I was immediately up for it. So sure enough, a few months later, uh, my dad, myself, my younger sister, younger brother took off for England. Mom stayed with older brother. Robert in Georgia, and I went to my sophomore and junior years of high school at a private school in England called the Bolton School for Boys, where we wore a suit and tie every day, and I fell in love with travel. Uh, Amazing experiences over there. Went all over Europe. Did some really cool school trips. Lived in a, a house with a French family that spoke no English for a week, and I'm telling you, by the end of that week, my French had gotten so good, I could actually talk to the father. I remember watching uh, Witness, the Mel Gibson movie, I think it is. No, not Witness. Uh, Ransom. Yeah, Witness is the Amish movie. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Ransom with Mel Gibson, we talked about it in French. So, fell in love with travel, and I thought, whatever I do in my life, I'm going to have to travel. Came back, went to senior year in high school in Georgia. I went to college, Division II school called the Georgia College, got a degree in international business because, of course, I want to do something in travel world, and that was right when the economy tanked. In 2007, I was finishing up school. Uh, I was tired of being poor, so I actually finished college a semester early. Man, that was a bad decision. <laughs> should have had more fun and no responsibilities, but uh, the job prospects were meager with just a bachelor's degree. The options essentially were go get... Uh, $80,000 in debt, getting a respectable MBA, or join an entry-level sales job and sit in a cubicle, neither of which I wanted to do. Uh, as fate would have it, I ran into an Army recruiter who uh, talked to me for about 10 minutes, and I thought, I want nothing to do with this organization or the Army, but... I like the water, and I like to travel, and I've always heard you can do that in the Navy. Talked to a Navy recruiter before I knew it. I was off to Officer Candidate School to be what we call a Supply Corps officer, and uh, for the next nine years, I was a logistics officer in the Navy. Started out doing submarines, three years on the USS Kentucky Ballistic Missile Submarine uh, out of Seattle, Washington. From there, moved to Japan, where I did uh, aviation logistics for an organization that overhauls aircraft for the Navy and Marine Corps, worked all over Asia, lived in a Japanese house, had the cool experience living just outside of Tokyo, really easy to fly everywhere, and um, that is where my love for travel was cultivated to the extreme. Points of miles enters the picture when I was in Seattle, and uh, the Navy doesn't tell you, hey, here's six months of uh, advance notice, book your flights home for Christmas. I think it was December 21st, one year they said, hey, you uh, can go home for Christmas. I was in Seattle, family in Atlanta, last-minute round-trip tickets were, I don't know, $1,200 a person. We paid that because I hadn't seen my family in a year, and uh, I thought, you know what, I'm never doing that again. I'm not paying Delta $2,400 to fly a four-hour flight home. It's got to be a better way. Started Googling things, started reading things, found points and miles, was very skeptical, but very quickly it clicked with me because my personality has always been, there's a better way to do things than what is presented publicly, right? You read these things, you read the top Google results. This is stuff everybody knows, but there's got to be an underlayer to this travel world that I can figure out. Chase Sapphire preferred and an Amex Delta later. Man, I was off the deep end, and before I knew it, Emily and I were off on our first um, a war travel trip, which took us from Seattle to Hawaii for her birthday, and then over to Seoul, Korea, where I thought I was going to be stationed. Lostanza first class to Frankfurt, and Lostanza first class from Frankfurt to Seattle. Around the world, it was like 100,000 United miles, and it was history. Got really good at points and miles in Japan. Friends and family said, how are you doing this? uh we know how much you make because i can google the military pay chart you know what what scam how long until you go to jail is still what some of my family members say but uh, no it was all points and miles they said how are you doing this i said you know what i could teach you i'm gonna start teaching an online class so i taught an online class at like four in the morning in japan Uh, to people that signed up i think i had 20 people in the first class some of them i knew some of them I uh, had just found the class randomly. I don't even remember how I advertised it anymore. I think it was word of mouth. But when that class was over, which was uh, one day a week for eight weeks, I had eight different modules I made up and shared and uh, kind of bootstrapped it together. And I said, I want somewhere for my alumni to go. These 20 people who've been with me for eight weeks uh, need to still talk to each other. This was 2013, and the thing I found was a Facebook group. Uh, Facebook groups 2013 resemble... Uh nothing like they do now. There's actually nobody in Facebook dedicated to the group's platform until 2017. But uh December 2013 I started travel hacking 101 for my 20 alumni to go to. We went in there and had a good time. Uh the alumni from my second class eight weeks later joined. Before I knew it, people started joining this Facebook group, Travel Hacking 101, and uh, we hit 1,000 members sometime in 2014, and I thought, wow, that's really cool. Then we hit 2,000 members, you know, like on top of the world, like, oh, there's 2,000 people that want to, you know, listen to my shenanigans and my lame dad jokes. I wasn't a, I'd just been a dad at that point. And then the group just kind of took off and grew. Today we're uh, 54,000 members, and uh, I had to change the name as I began to reach out to companies and partnerships. That word hacking just had a negative connotation. And uh, we decided on Award Travel 101 uh, as a great name going forward, as well as partnering with Award Wallet, the number one app you have to use if you do points and miles at all. And Award Wallet and Award Travel 101 uh, went very well together. And that's been my life since 2013, checking this Facebook group every single day, meeting people every day Talking Points and Miles twenty four seven three sixty five. 365 It got me a few writing positions that were uh, fortunate enough to build my name in the Points and Miles loyalty travel community. Began to network with a lot of people. Had a really great writing gig at uh, the Points Guy from 2015 here to this year, 2019. And uh, really started to live the dream. The Navy in 2017 said it's time to go back to an aircraft carrier. I was actually the logistics officer for Marine One in Washington, D.C., which is an incredibly cool gig, and I looked at my uh, one and two-year-old at the time and my wife and thought, you know what, points and miles are way more fun. I want to do this. The Navy has been awesome. Without the Navy, I would definitely be some kind of unorganized uh, goober in life, but uh the Navy was amazing. I could tell stories for days, probably its own separate podcast. Points and miles away to go, so I took a leap of faith. Uh, I sold the rights to Award Travel 101 to Award Wallet, Mr. Alexi Verashaga. And uh, I never looked back. Between writing, between the partnerships we do, um, the group has been able to provide a living for my family and I. And we're back here in Georgia, close to the in-laws, my beautiful wife, Emily, and my now two- and four-year-old, who are very rambunctious. Make a living uh, just from uh, this wonderful community. So... uh, I've been writing for quite a while. It takes a lot of effort to write. If you told my high school teacher that I would make a living one day being a writer, I'm sure uh, he would fall out of his chair. Mr. Marsh, if you're listening, I (laughs) somehow have made my way into becoming uh, people pay me to write. But it's been awesome. But uh, you can very easily get burnt out on writing. So just earlier this year, Mr. Ed Pizzarello from boarding area, Pete's in Motion, approached me and said, I think you've got a voice for uh, podcasting. That's because I don't have a face for TV, <laughs> as Ed always likes to tell me. And um, you know what? I think you would do very well talking behind a microphone. And I can tell you already, just from the pre-work we've done, just from sitting here, not having to write and then edit, but just being able to talk, give my opinions, interview people, it has been such a blast. And it's almost therapeutic for me to not have to sit behind a keyboard. So that's my story. That's the award travel 101 story. If you don't uh, know where to find us, you just go to Facebook and you type in Award Travel 101 at the top. You're going to see the group and the page pop up. The group is closed because that's how we keep spam out of the group. We also review every profile that requests to join. Because we want to make sure people can uh, learn and add value into our community. It goes that way. It's not just what do I get from Award Travel 101. It's what can I give to Award Travel 101. And you're going to hear a lot about my philosophy in growing and managing a community in 2019 throughout this podcast. So every week we're going to talk, of course, points and miles strategy. I do have a lot of knowledge and techniques to share But we're also going to talk about the people that make up Award Travel 101. Some of the initial interviews I have lined up are really breathtaking stories um, covering all different aspects and walks of life that travel touches and some it doesn't. Some of it's therapy. Some of it um, is people's ability to overcome hardships through points and miles. And some of it's really fun. Some of it's touching. Uh, So it's not just points and miles. The other thing we're going to do is – I'm a very opinionated person when it comes to this space. I see a lot of things that companies do that drive me crazy, and we're going to talk about that, and this podcast is going to be my chance to give you my opinion on what we see going on in the space, as well as uh, have some reader questions, and just really make it as entertaining, enlightening, and educating as possible. So thanks for tuning in, and I am very excited to start this journey with you. We'll see you up there.